Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel, Rumination Thursday, March the 25th in the year of our Lord, 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and we are talking about an interesting topic with Pastor Wes Reimnitz. How you doing, Wes? I think I'm doing okay until I read this article. Yes. This is an article that I actually received in one of the four churches that I am preaching at each week. And it was an article given to me saying, why is this being said? And it, it kind of reminds me of what we were doing with the churches in Revelation, uh, particularly the church at Thyatira. It says in verse 20, Jesus is talking about something against the church. I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and other things. Jezebel. It appears that John is the only one in the Bible who uses that term Jezebel in a metaphorical sense. We're not really sure there was a woman named Jezebel there, but who is Jezebel in the Old Testament, Wes? Well, Jezebel was uh, the wife of uh, King Ahaz or Ahab. Ahab, yes. Ahab. And... uh, Elijah had come up with uh, uh, a sacrifice against the, you know, showdown between them and the prophets of Baal, the yes. 450 prophets of Baal, and then what there were another 400 of the Ashtari. Right. So there's about 850, and he, of course, uh, uh, as as we know from reading Second Kings. Uh, he had a sacrifice with the fire coming down out of the heavens and consuming everything, including the stones and the water. And, of course, uh, you know, they put the prophets to uh, death, and after that, Jezebel went after Elijah, seeking to kill him. Yes. So she brought in a lot of false teachings into Israel, a lot of uh, uh, idols and false gods and even had the people who worshipped them at the table with her and Ahab when when they ate. So God was not happy with her at all. What happened to Jezebel? Well, eventually she was uh, put to murder. She was or she was killed. And uh, was it the dogs ate her yes, the flesh exactly. of her body? Right. So we get this article. And it's in what's called The Voice. It's a uh, kind of a a newspaper that is in Macomb, Illinois. And it's by Reverend Paula Engelhorn. And there's a picture of her. She thinks she's a pastor. Well, she calls herself a pastor. And it's one of the reasons why the... Uh, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, does not allow women to be pastors 
because God forbids it. I have never met a woman pastor who is correct on the Bible. Uh, the, the main thing they're not correct on, of course, is they're not supposed to be pastors. Uh, God makes that very clear from the epistle. But what does she say in a lengthy article found in the newspaper read by many people? Oh, well, she explores uh, John's gospel. Uh, as, she, as she says, the famous line from John's gospel. And what is that line? Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Okay, and she really disagrees with that. And what word is it that she really disagrees with? Uh, the word only. She, yes. She says, he says that it's only used once in John's gospel, and it's John's saying. Yeah, she says, um, God told us Jesus was his beloved son, not his only son. Now, this is unbelievable. In fact, later on in the article, God called Jesus his beloved son, he never called Jesus his only son. Now, this shows something about her understanding of what Scripture is, like John 3.16. She is, along with most women pastors, and even a lot of male pastors, they do not believe that everything in the Bible is the Word of God. It's really the Word of men. And then we have to decide which parts that men are talking about are true or not. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. That that was one of the the summations I came up with that they didn't. And, and it's obvious when she says John says she she does not see the author of the Gospel of John as being Jesus, as we've often talked about from Genesis through Revelation, that God is the author of the Bible. Yes, and the way they get around this is if you read a opinion in a newspaper, what is the difference between the writer of that opinion and the author? There is none. None, no. But in the scripture, there is a big difference between the writers, who are the prophets and the apostles, and the author, who is God alone. And therefore, right. for her, her to say, God called Jesus his beloved son, he never called Jesus his only son, guess what? She's saying that John 3.16 is not the word of God. Right. And the, that word begotten, or only, uh, she uses the word only. If you look in the King James Version or the New American Standard, they, they quote it as begotten. Begotten being one of a kind or a special kind. Uh, only. Yeah, and, we confess uh, in our creeds that he's the creed. only begotten. Right. <laughs> that was the first thing, you know, because I mentioned to somebody that we were going to be talking about that. And, and they said, said, well, what's the difference? I said, 
go to the Nicene Creed and what we say there, there was a controversy of, of begotten that settled it in the Nicene Creed. So this is a big article in a newspaper that many people are reading, and we would refer to her as a, a Jezebel. In fact, um, even in the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, who have has a woman as the head bishop, which is contrary to the word of God, this woman okays two men to get married, gay marriage. She okays abortion. Uh, this is no way that uh, God's word is properly talking about. And there was an right. incident that happened at one of their kind of co conventions when they had an argument about uh, Jesus. What, do you recall what that was? Well, they had invited onto their podium many different religions. They call them their brothers and sisters, you know, uh, religions that, that had nothing to do with Christ and, you know, work righteousness in terms of working their way to heaven. And uh, an El Cup pastor, male pastor, got up and and said, you know, they're, they're trying to say we don't know how to find God. And he said, he, he quoted from uh, John chapter 14, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. But through me, yes. And what was the response by the convention? Oh, they they shouted him down. A few of them got up and said that was, that was wrong of him to say that, and, he, and they were <clears throat> impugning the the other religions as their their way to get to heaven. Yes, and, and this is what she says throughout her article. She says that um, I can understand why John wrote his famous quotation. Did you hear that? Why John yeah. wrote it, not not that God. God. It was a long time ago, and information about the world's religions was not readily available. So God didn't know what he was writing about. She says, I've been writing sermons most weeks for over nine years now, and every sermon deepens my belief in a loving God who has many sons teaching various branches of his love to all his children throughout the world. So it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not, if you're teaching love, and she describes love, what she considers to be true love. There's nothing in the whole article about Jesus dying on the cross but this program is called Law and Gospel. And what does she think is true love? Well, that you, the, the great commandment, uh, as she sometimes puts it, uh, that uh, to love one another, love your neighbor as yourself. She goes, whatever you did to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it to me. So she would, she would, uh, suggests that love comes that way. Yes. In other words, and this is quite logical from my point of view, because she denies that women should not be pastors, she also denies that Jesus is the only way of salvation, 
and anybody who does a good work. In fact, she says, this is why I've said we don't know how much a small kind gesture can help another person. This so-called woman pastor believes in salvation by works. And she even says, I know Jesus came into the world to bring the gift of God's great love and light into the world. He has, he is the son of God and God has other sons and daughters helping people to be able to touch the love of God. And that's by works. Now, she's a vicar of the Episcopal Church in Macomb. And so Episcopalians have long left, many of them, the words of the Bible. And she sure proves it here, doesn't she? Oh, I looked at that article and I go, wow. I said, are, are we dealing with a, with a heresy out there or, or what? That uh, Jesus is one of many people that leads us to heaven, that there's many other. What do we call that? Syncretism? Yes, syncretism is simply a word saying that other religions have great benefits for persons and can be saved by them. And that was seen by the Elka Convention, who had uh, Muslims and other people on the stage saying to this farmer, I think it was, who quoted the Bible, that he was wrong, that, in fact, it was said, we don't know how God saves people. And so you can't make a judgment that all these other religions are wrong. That's how far right. the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America has left Christianity. And that's when another pastor got up and said, John 14, here we, we can know what, where, what God says. For it says here, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. And that even caused a greater uproar. Yes. She uh, gives a uh, story she had. I'll read it. Once I saw a man on his knees in front of an Alzheimer patient who was in a wheelchair. The man was saying over and over again to the poor soul with Alzheimer's, do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior? I'm sure the man thought he was doing the Alzheimer patient a favor by attempting to save him from hell and damnation. I know this is an extreme example, but a lot of us have stories similar to this one, reminding us some Christians believe Jesus is the only Son of God. Yes, wasn't that something that, that, uh, that it's created a problem by saying Jesus is... is it's the only way. And, and uh, I mean, you, you go back to the word begotten or only that she she says, she says it only appears in that one instance. I came up with at least uh, uh, several others, but in particular, John one fourteen. there it talks about that Jesus is the only begotten son of, of the Father. And then in First John four nine, it's, it's also brought out again that he, that Jesus is begotten of the Father. So I mean, didn't even do her um, Bible scripture study very well. I thought. 
Oh, no, no she, she doesn't understand the Bible at all. Um, in, in fact, she's got another thing that we need to talk about. She talks about the phrase completing this famous quotation from John is, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Then she says, yeah. this thought does seem to indicate if you don't believe in Jesus, then you are not going to go to heaven. Yet, how about the other 51% of the world's population? Are they doomed to go to hell, even if they never heard of Jesus Christ? Now, we've talked a lot about on Law and Gospel, how there's two ways to know God's will. It's either by the Bible or it's by your experience. And she's using her experience and her knowledge when she says, for example, 83% of the global population has a religious belief system. And the majority of these fall under 12 religious groups. We Christians make up only 31% of the world's believers. There is the word only and one phrase in the famous line from John's gospel. Now listen to this next part. Causing endless problems throughout history. Yeah. Well, there again, the author is John, not not God. And uh, you're taking the word only out of context from, from what is uh, written there. You, you, as as you talk about that too, uh, I don't know if you caught the the phrase that whoever, everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Uh, we picked up some extra words there. Yes, because the Bible doesn't say may not perish. It says that faith in Jesus Christ is the only way that a person is saved. Right. Now, you see, m many false teachers and all women pastors, therefore, have to deny the Bible, first of all, even to become a woman pastor. So do people really want to have their children being taught by a woman who becomes a, who thinks she's a pastor? She's already denying the Bible. And we need to say something that it's not that women do not write wonderful theological books who are not pastors. Concordia Publishing House, the publishing house of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, we have a number of women who are writing about theology and they're doing a wonderful job. In fact, I was complimenting one of the women who wrote a portion of Portals of Prayer. Explain what Portals of Prayer is. Well, Portals of Prayer are daily devotions. They're um, very small, concise paragraphs written for, for the day. It has a psalm, a reading, and a little uh, thought for the day. And she was doing a wonderful job in, from a theological point of view in explaining Scripture. So it's not that God doesn't give the ability for women to be theologians. He just doesn't give the right to become a pastor. And that's very clear from the Bible. And I can't think of a 
a woman who is a pastor who teaches God's word properly. And this is a great example in this newspaper. Yeah. In fact, I, I went online and found several of her other sermons because I thought, well, maybe she just kind of misquoted here or something was wrong. But uh, listening to her, or I should say reading other sermons, it is uh, evident that she's really not with it. I mean, she calls Jesus a, a half-human, and God made him half-human so that uh, he, he could uh, feel the pain and the agony. And and uh, she was, uh, oh, it slipped my mind, but the, the half-human one, oh, her faith rests in that great commandment, love one another. That's where her faith rests. It doesn't rest in Jesus. Yes. There isn't one word of the crucifixion of Jesus, not one word of the forgiveness of sins, uh, nothing about the gospel, therefore. And yes. that's very typical in the Episcopalian Church and also in, in the Methodist Church. In fact, um, on our trips, like today, we'll be going almost 300 miles again, round trip. We go by a Methodist church and it has a saying on there that we love because God first loved us. And I'm trying to figure out, well, what, what has that got to do with the gospel? And then I saw the name of the pastor was a woman and everything mm -hmm. fell into place because that becomes the most important thing is how you love someone. We're not against loving people we're just saying that that gets nobody to heaven. In fact, you can't even love someone properly from God's point of view until you are already saved because proper love has to be motivated by the Holy Spirit, which only comes about in a Christian. And everyone else is doing it for a wrong reason. And, and you have well said, and I, I, I think discussing it today, this article, I brings to the forefront because it talks because John three sixteen tells us what God's love is for us and it's found in in the uh Christ our Lord through his his suffering and death and resurrection. Yes. Um in fact she only quotes that part. God so loved the world he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him may not perish but ha may have eternal life. And that's interesting, may not perish, but may have eternal life. I actually miss that, so I, I appreciate that you uh, <laughs> uh, reminded us of that, that that is a change in the translation that doesn't say uh, may or perhaps. Right, it, it seems like every time I, I read it, I picked up more of this stuff, and I said, am I really reading this right? Uh, we're leaving behind what the gospel really says, and we're taking salvation, you know, away from the people. Yes, we're not giving the assurance that comes about. She says nothing about baptism and the Lord's Supper, and I can only imagine how she's going to talk about that. Uh, there are other women pastors. For example, in Elka again, they're now communing and allowing communion with other Christian religions that do not believe it's the body and blood of Jesus Christ. 
So once you start on this path, it is most important that when a person, say, moves to a new city, uh, you really need to visit the Lutheran churches because they alone speak the proper message. And, and just listen to KFUO. And the more you listen to KFUO, the more you'll be instructed as to what is the proper message so that when you read an article like this, see, you picked up the word may, and I had missed that. And so, boy, you're always learning how people are trying to change the word of God into the word of man. I would agree. I mean, it's so important for us uh, listening to KFEO, there's various programs and, and things of that nature. Uh, and as I was talking to a few of my friends here the last couple of days that we were going to discuss this, I said, we got a real corker on our hands here with this one and, and how they misinterpreted John 3.16. And I know that they're listening to it now. Well, that's good. Tomorrow's Law and Gospel. Tomorrow's Law and Gospel is normally an open mic, but you can't phone us, so email me at longgospel at longgospel101.com. You may want to question what Wes and I are talking about today. Do so, and we'll respond on the next Law and Gospel. Until then, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.